Blog Talk Radio. On radio show. This is Trina Newby, your host and business success coach. And of course, we're here today empowering you with the tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. So excited to have everyone here on this Monday, February 17th, 2020. And again, this is a beautiful day because we get a whole nother week to work hard on being productive and generating the leads and the sales that we need to grow our business and, of course, make the income that we desire. Now, as a reminder, if you haven't had the time to review your calendar, it is so important that right after the show, you go ahead and review your calendar to ensure that all activities, tasks that have been scheduled are supporting the goals that you want to accomplish by the weekend, which is normally on a Friday, right? So you need to take yourself all the way to this Friday. That's five days from now, or basically four, because we're actually at the top of Monday. And what you need to ask yourself is, what's really priority for the business right now? What type of income am I trying to generate this week? Do I need to follow up with any sales prospects? Do I need to close any sales prospects, provide some information that I promise? What is it that I need to do this week that is going to take my business forward, right? That is going to be so very, very important. All this month, in the month of February, we have been talking about a passion for follow-up. And of course, follow-up is just so incredibly key. You know, I talk about the fact that Brian Tracy uh, recommended in his book, No Excuses, he talked about the fact that sales and marketing has to be hands down 75% of everything that you do. So whether you have a team or not, You've got to keep yourself focused on sales and marketing. But the problem that I think most business women, who most of us are solo entrepreneurs that listen to the show, the challenge that we have is that it's just one of us, right? And so it's going to be so important to figure out a system that allows you to use the power of automation as much as possible. And so today we're going to talk about tools that will help you to automate your follow-up process that will help you to generate more leads, more sales. And we're going to talk a little bit about how it works, right? And so all of that is coming up on today's show. Of course, in just a few seconds, I will be going over um, the five questions that are definitely going to help you to take to have focus and take action. So we're going to be covering that as well. I want to say a big welcome to all of our listeners from our Women About Biz Facebook community. And again, I want to welcome all of our Block Talk listeners. You have been with us. Many of you have been with us for a very long time. So I'm so excited that you are tuning in and listening. And of course, all this month, we have been discussing and talking about the power of follow-up and how important it really is. You've got to have a passion for it, right? 
you've got to be passionate enough to realize that it probably is the one of the most important parts or functionalities that need to be present in your business. So again, guys, get your pen and notepads out because I'm going to be talking about tools. I'm going to be talking a little bit about the process of follow-up and what are some of the things that we need to be uh, looking at as we delve deeper into the automated process of follow-up. Right now, I want to go ahead and go right into the five questions of focus and action. Yes, you hear them every single Monday, but guess what? People are sharing with me that they have a different answer often every week or every few weeks because they're taking themselves to a whole new level in thinking about these questions and answering the questions. And sometimes your answer is going to cause you to have to do some research, some discovery. It's going to have to, you may even have to create a whole system dependent upon what your answer is and what you don't have in place already. Okay. So it's very, very important that you have a pen and notepad handy. So let's go ahead and cover the five questions of focus and action. Here's number one. Have I prepared my mindset for greatness? Now, this question, I think, is very pivotal because a lot of times as businesswomen, we get ourselves in such a rush. We have a tendency to live life on the surface, which is, you know, waking up, you know, getting our clothes on, brushing our teeth, eating, you know, all of those things that we have a habit to do and then going either right into work or right into business, but we really aren't feeding our minds. We really are not feeding our mindsets, right? And there is a certain mindset and a certain energy level that is certainly required in order to accomplish and achieve success. But you have to start with yourself and you have to start with your very own mindset. So what does it mean to prepare your mindset for greatness? Well, I think one of the first things that's really important is that you have to filter out a lot of the gunk that goes on in your life. You have to filter out a lot of the noise in your mind, right? And nothing helps more with that than prayer and meditation. You know, just to be able to get in a quiet place where you're able to hear the beautiful sound of silence and you're able to just really meditate and pray and, you know, be able to say the things that are on your heart and what you are feeling. That helps you to cleanse. It helps you to purge. It helps you to really get yourself prepared, right? And of course, as you are praying, it is so important for you to pray and let God know and claim the power that is within you to accomplish great things in your life. It is so important for you to identify and be one with the spirit within you and be able to say that I am a successful woman. I I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I am able to accomplish great things this week, today, right now. And it is so important for you to be able to verbally speak. Now, I have had a lot of people that, um, you know, they have said, Trina, why is it that you always want us to just verbally speak out things? Well, let me just say that there is a difference between saying something in your mind, right, 
being silent, but thinking a thought in your mind and verbally speaking it out loud, right? We have talked about before the power of vision and how we're supposed to not hold vision in the thought of our mind, but we're supposed to transfer it, right? Write it down so that the process of manifestation can be started. I think the same thing happens when you start verbally speaking as well. I think when you verbally speak, you are able to start claiming who you want to be and who you are. And I think that's key. And sometimes people don't claim enough that they are great. They don't claim enough that they have the capacity to be great. They don't have the capacity to do incredible things to create their own abundance. And so if you can't say it out loud to yourself, which is the first place you need to start, then I think it's, you, you really have to sit down and identify why is it that you're having a problem with speaking out loud and claiming that which is already yours. So very, very important for you to understand that. So you do indeed have to prepare your mindset for greatness. And one of the things that I had mentioned, uh, I believe it was last Monday, I talked about the fact that I actually record to myself different messages that I have been thinking about that I need to hear, that I need to understand. And so sometimes I will record just from my phone, I will record a message to myself, one of motivation, one of sternness, one message that I need to hear, and then I will play it to myself and listen. And you know what happens? This is absolutely amazing. What happens is that it is almost as though someone who knows you, you know, outside of yourself is encouraging you, motivating you, but being stern with you and telling you the truth. And that is why I love recording my um, motivational messages to myself, and I love preparing my mindset by listening to me. Yes, I can get motivated and encouraged from a lot of people, and I do listen to other recordings, but I have found that there is nothing like listening to yourself, give your own self directives about your greatness, about what it is that you want, and being stern with yourself and reminding yourself of the things that you need to do. And so this week, I want to challenge you guys to go ahead and do that, okay? I want to challenge you to go ahead and do a motivational recording that you can use each day this week. So that would mean that you would need to do it today. Just jot down on a sheet of paper some points that you want to talk about. But I want to encourage you to create a motivational audio. You can do it right there on your cell phone that you can listen to every morning this week to encourage yourself to move forward. That is so very, very key. Okay. And then of course, number two is what are my goals and priorities for the week? You know, this requires you as the CEO of your company, this requires you to really do things ahead of time, to be a queen of proactivity. It, it's, it's no such thing as doing things at the last minute and thinking that you're going to have timely results, right? You have got to become very proactive and look at what your goals and your priorities are. So I wanted to say this as a side note, listen, Ladies, you should have done your annual strategy for 2020 already. You should have done that. But if you did not, 
You cannot be hard on yourself and allow your own guilt to paralyze you and cause you to procrastinate and not, right, and not prepare some type of strategic plan for this next 90 days to six months. You, you just can't do it, right? And so you need to stop what you're doing this week, and you need to immediately go ahead and, and schedule some time to figure out where is it that you need to be within the next 90 days or what have you. I think the thing that everyone needs to understand about strategic planning, about setting goals, about prioritizing, right, is that this is not a process that you can just one day say, oh, I want to do this, that, or the other and have it to work because when the thing you need to understand is that thought is very powerful and it requires powerful action. And when you think of something that you want to do, that first original thought is going to then bring about several layers of tasks that have to be performed in order for that thought to be manifested. Do you guys get what I'm saying? Let me see some hearts. Let me see some people that are, are understanding exactly what I'm saying in my Facebook group. You guys text me if you're listening to me from Blog Talk, but you guys know what I'm talking about. Prioritization is very, very key. And I think a lot of times what happens is that people have this tendency, right? People have this tendency to do things at the last minute. And ladies, you know, that is something that, you know, women, a lot of women have this in common, that you're going to be a last moment businesswoman and do things at the last moment. And it's just never going to work. Being transparent, that has happened to me a lot already this year. And I'm trying my very best to get back on track so that I am not a last-minute person because I know that it does not pay off as big. And so I want to encourage you that if you have not done your strategic planning, the first thing you need to do, and regardless of what type of business you have, network marketing or whether you um, whether you have a traditional business service or product-oriented business, it really doesn't matter. It's all the same, and that's what you need to understand. Every single business has to develop a strategic plan of where you're going. And as the CEO of your company, if you're not clear, well, all I can tell you is that you can't be too surprised at the results you get if you do not have clarity on where you're trying to go. So that question number two, what are my goals and priorities for the week? Don't take that lightly. You should know what they are, but they really should be goals and priorities that belong to a larger set or a larger system that you have developed during your strategic planning. For example, when you plan on an annual basis, you can then break down the tasks, the objectives, the goals that you want to accomplish on a quarterly basis and then break those quarters down, those quarters down into months and then into weeks, right? But what happens often, and this is this is where a lot of people get caught, people are running their business on a day-to-day -day basis. It's almost like it's the same concept of a checking account. I'm just going to use this as a concept because I know this happens a lot too. People have this tendency to keep spending and spending and spending without looking in their checking account to see what's actually in there. And then they get in trouble because, right, bounce checks and other issues occur in that checking account. It's the same principle. 
If you don't prioritize and look at your business in a larger manner and where you're trying to go, and you're just trying to do things, you know, by the seat of the pants every single day, you're trying to do something. Then what does what does what does those goals for the day actually belong to? What larger goal are you trying to accomplish? What are you trying to do in your business that is going to generate leads, help you to close more sales, and create a cash flow in your business that eventually is going to help you to become a wealthy woman. How are you going to do that? So I want to encourage you right here, when you look at that question number two, what are my goals and priorities for the week? You really need to be looking at a much larger picture, okay? So if you're not going to your strategic plan and looking at where you're supposed to be and you're just kind of thinking about it for the first time this week, that's a problem and you guys need to correct it. Here's number three. Am I clear on my role and responsibility as the CEO? Now, this is a big question. And and again, this question is very key. It's a question that I brought over from the questions in 2019, but it, it needs to stay in here because there are so many people that are not clear on what their roles are as the CEO of their company. So if you haven't written a position description down yet, Guess what? Shame on you. You guys know a lot of the longtime listeners, I've been talking about this for how long now? I need you guys to take heed. I need you guys to listen. I need you guys to understand that without having clarity and focus as the CEO, you can't tell anybody where to lead your business. I'm just going to let you know that right now. And you can't even lead yourself. You don't even know what you're supposed to be doing. So you need to create a position description that gives you instruction on what you should be doing daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, annually, right? You should know the recurring things, the repetitive things that are supposed to be happening in your business. And you should also have a pulse beat on the services, the products, what products need to be cut out, what services need to be cut out, or what's new that needs to be brought in. You should have a pulse beat on the target market of your company. All of these things are required of you as the CEO of your company. Remember, you are the mama in this business. You birthed this business, and it's your responsibility to make sure that your business is receiving the proper nourishment so that it can grow up into the healthy adolescent, then onto a healthy adult, and take care of you. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? Absolutely. Here's question number four. What task will I be delegating to others and following through on? Okay, so everybody listen up. Here's here's a big, big issue amongst business women, especially micro business owner business women. Now, this is kind of like how the mindset goes. I hear a lot of business women say, Well, you know what? I'm not paying all of this money to do this, that, or the other with this person and have them to do this when I can be doing it myself. That's a statement of someone who's not quite clear on what their role is as a CEO. Now, yes. There are some things that you'll have to buckle down and do and roll your sleeves up and get dirty and and make sure things are being done. But at some point, if you're planning on growing your business, then, honey, you need a power team. You know, that support group of individuals that are going to assist you and help you to do what you need to do in order to make things happen in your business. And that is so very, very key. And what I find out a lot of times that's going on is that a lot of people, and this is sad, but it's true. There are a lot of people 
who are not only not delegating, if they do have a team of people that's helping them, they're abdicating instead of delegating. Now, what is abdication? Abdication is when you think you're delegating, but you're really just getting the monkey off your back and turning over everything to somebody without a sense of follow-up, okay? I'm going to tell you, that's exactly what it is. And so when you turn something over to someone without a a sense of follow-up, without a sense of direction or accountability, you're going to get what you get a lot of times you're going to get what you get. And so again, I want to remind you of that. I want to encourage all of you to remember that the the goal here is that you need to develop a power team of individuals that can help you shorten your learning curve and help you get to your next level faster. That's the whole purpose of it, okay? Um, And if you delegate, then what you need to do before you delegate is create a description of the task or project that needs to be delegated When is it due? How can you hold that individual accountable? And what are the main objectives? What what will be the success when that task is done? That individual needs to understand that. And you need to let them know that you're going to hold them accountable by scheduling follow-up calls until the task or project is completed. So this is very, very important. And then last but not least, in the five questions of focus and action is, am I clear on my business finances? Again, am I clear on my business finances? Now, listen up, guys. This is something that this is I do. You know, I talk to hundreds of business women every single year. As a matter of fact, last year, I did over 800 power talks right? Those are three mini coaching sessions that I do every single year. And this is very interesting because I do keep up with statistics and what women are dealing with. And one of the biggest things that I find out is some of the most successful business women don't have a bookkeeping system, don't have an accounts payable system, and they don't know how to prepare or do a cash flow analysis. Now, that's just the honest truth that I have discovered. It's not everybody, okay? So don't think I'm singling anyone out. I'm just giving you guys the truth about how it is sometimes when we're running businesses. Now, why is this happening? I don't think that it's happening on purpose. I don't think anybody purposely wants to not have a bookkeeping system or an accounting system. I don't think that's what it is at all. I think what it is is that as most women are solo entrepreneurs, And we have this tendency to try to handle every single thing that comes our way, and we get overwhelmed, and so many things fall through the cracks because we can only do so much. So when you are the service provider, for example, you're trying to provide the service, you're trying to generate the lead and close the sale, it's very difficult for you to then try to switch roles and become the bookkeeper or the accountant. Um, And then... On top of all of that, you're not being present and one with the monies that are coming in by really looking at a cash flow system and determining, you know, where the weak spots are, what your budget should be, how you should cut back. So this is very clear to me that all women need to be clear and present on having a bookkeeping system, an account payable system, a cash flow analysis in front of them. Now, a lot of this information can be obtained through womenaboutbiz.net. We have courses, we have uh, services and assistance that that we can provide to you. But first, you must have a clear 
understanding of what type of bookkeeping system and what it is that you need. And again, I find a lot of times also that women have a difficulty with this is because they are not in the CEO role. They're not in the visionary role as Michael Gerber, author of the E-Myth, likes to call it, right? The entrepreneur visionary role, which is that role where you are leading your vision, where you are clear and present and understand your responsibility as the leader of your company, and you're ready to give directives to where it should be. And so because of that, that problem that a lot of women have a problem staying in that role then the accounting, the finances just really kind of go by the wayside. And I want you guys to take heed to this because it is, again, one of those pieces of the the success puzzle that you must have in place in order to see your business grow to the next level. It's 12.24 after the hour for all of you who are listening. I'm Trina Newby. I am your business success coach, your transformation coach. My goal is to help you take your business from one level to the next with tools and resources that help you to grow and that most of all, absolutely work. So we just went over the five questions of focus and action. I hope you guys write those questions down. I hope you guys really delve into them. And the answers that you get, what you have to understand is that you're going to get different answers at different times of your business this year. So the answers that you get, don't just give an answer and know that there are tasks and and things that are stemming from it that you're not taking action on, right? You really need to take some action on your answers, whether it's more research needed, discovery needed. You need to add more people on your team. You guys really need to pay close attention to that, okay? But those of you who are new to Successful Woman Radio, first of all, I want to let you guys know that this is our 11th year broadcasting live on Successful Woman Radio every Monday at 12 noon Eastern. Rain or shine, holiday or not, I am here for you. And if you're new, I want to let you know who we are and what we are all about. Successful Woman Radio is all about about providing you, the woman in business, with a positive environment where you can be motivated, encouraged, and inspired to create a successful life, generating the income that you desire. Now, that is just so important, right? But it is also the flagship radio show for our main website, WinAboutBiz, that's B-I-Z as in zebra.net. And this year, I'm so excited to announce that Women About Biz is celebrating its 20th year. Very, very excited about that. And to celebrate that, we are, we are planning for the rest of this year, starting, um, I believe it's going to be the first week of March. We are starting a whole year of celebration of just different things going on. One of the things that we have coming up, and I'll be giving more information out, is the last weekend in March, we're going to be hosting what we consider here in Atlanta one of the largest women's networking events. So if it's been a long time since you did some good old-fashioned networking, then definitely make sure that you pay close attention to the Women About Biz event section on the website. Again, that's womenaboutbiz.net, where we've been putting up information on that networking event that's coming up at the end of March. We've got some other wonderful things coming up for you, and I want you guys to stay tuned and keep, keep you know, informed on all things going on Women About Biz. We're going to have 
prizes. We're going to have some masterminds. I'm going to be sharing some stuff. My goal this year is to just really share a lot of information that I have been sharing with a lot of my private clients for years. I'm going to be opening up and, and unveiling a lot of that information publicly to share with women, to help women take their businesses to the next level. So if you're not a member of our Women About Biz Facebook community, you definitely need to be because I am going to be sharing a lot of that information through the Facebook group. We're going to be creating some wonderful mini courses, some different things happening this year. Uh, and so you want to pay close attention to that. One of the things I'm going to be doing this year as well in the Women About Biz Facebook group, as I'm excited, is that I am going to be each week interviewing two to three women about their business, how they've done it, you know, what are their goals, what do they recommend to other business women. I think it's important that we listen and hear the success of other business women and what's going on in their businesses as well, because it helps us. There may be things that they are using that we are not that can help take our business to the next level that may give us that aha moment to really make it happen for our business. So again, I'm very excited that all of these different things are indeed going to be happening all throughout the year. We've just got wonderful, wonderful things happening. And I'm trying my best, ladies. I, I am so excited. I'm so excited about all of the things that are going on. I am trying my best not to put the cart before the horse because, you know, when, when you get excited, you just want to tell everything, everything that is going on. Um, but we have some wonderful things happening. As many of you know, we have a program, uh, a business opportunity for women called Lifestyle for Her. And I believe we have hit the freaking jackpot on this because we have... I, I believe address some issues that women are having when they when they join business opportunities because they're not making money fast enough. So we've solved that issue. We also have some issues that we're dealing with with women who really want to accomplish their goals, their dreams. They really want to make things happen. And so that's what Lifestyle for Her is. It's a two-part system. One part is every 90 days, we're helping you to reset your goals. We're giving you weekly coaching sessions, and we're making sure that you are focusing on you, right? It's the only business opportunity that's going to help you to focus on yourself. So I'm very excited about what's coming up. We're going to be launching March 1st. And so I'm very, I'm very, very excited and thankful for a lot of people who are behind the scenes that have really been helping us to fine tune this program and to bring it to fruition. And so the information is definitely coming. There's going to be a reveal coming up on next Monday. So you definitely don't want to miss the show um, for next Monday. Again, there's going to be a reveal on Monday, February 24th. I'm going to actually um, be coming to you live through Blog Talk Radio and also through the Facebook community on a Zoom so that you can actually see all of the wonderful stuff that's getting ready to take place with Women About Biz and our sister company, Lifestyle for Her. So again, I'm very excited about all of the things that are happening um, for all of us as members of Women About Biz. For those of you who have been with me over the years, we have been reaching out to more than 30,000 women. Uh, I'm very excited that we're getting ready to triple that this year through Lifestyle for Her uh, and so much going on. So for those of you who want to get on a success train, then get on because and buckle up because you're getting ready to go for a beautiful, beautiful ride.
I want to remind all of you that if you have not decided on the books that you're going to read for 2020, I am coming out with a 2020 book list that I consider probably one of the best book lists for, for women who are looking for personal development and motivation. And so that book list will be up on the womenaboutbiz.net website. Uh, very, very excited about it. And, you know, we have had a book club. I believe our book club has been going on for all 20 years that we've been in existence at Women About Biz. So we're going to be taking it up a whole nother level in our book club with an actual audio that would give you some uh, main concepts of the book. It's going to give you some notes that you will be able to put in action for yourself from the book. So I'm very, very excited about that. So stay tuned for that coming up as well. I want to go ahead right now and give a shout out to some people that are listening in um, from our Facebook Live. Um, I want to give a shout out to Toy Lane. Hey, Toy, thank you so much. Got to have you on the show. Let's Let's connect. Tanya Jacobs. Hey, Tanya. Robin Robinson joined the show. Hey, I see my big sis Daphne is on the show. Tamika Smith. Hey, my friend. Um, I see that um, Audrey Amiker is on the show. Thanks. Hey, Audrey, how are you? And I want to say hello to Leslie Thomas. And uh, I see my cousin Frank Maddox. Hey, Frank uh, is listening on the show as well. And of course, I see Pamela Boudre is on the show. So we've got quite a few people listening in from our Facebook group. Much love to all of you. Thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And of course, all of you who are listening from Blog Talk Radio, uh, I see the phone numbers of many of our longtime listeners listening in on the show from Blog Talk Radio as well. Uh, and I see that we have a full board, so no more people can get in. Talk. So hopefully more people will listening through, listen through uh, the live show. Oh, I see Ruma Kemp. Hey, Ruama, how are you? Welcome to the show. So I see a lot of people are listening in. I see uh, Jean Kempson is on. Hey, Jean, how are you? So again, I'm excited and I hear a lot of people who are listening in on the show. And again, your calendar for every Monday at 12 noon if you can. And if you are not able to listen to the show, but you still want to get the tips of resources, because again, Successful Woman Radio is a combination. It's like a talk show. It is like a webinar, uh, um, a teleseminar. I mean, we, we just want to pack in that information and make sure that you have information that is going to give you those aha moments and say, you know what, I can put this to use in my business right away. It is 12.34 after the hour, and again, you are listening to the Successful Woman Radio Show. Thank you so very much for listening. Well, it's all about tools to help you automate your follow-up system. One of the most important parts of your daily business workflow that can easily fall through the cracks, of course, is your follow-up, right? Without it, you cannot connect and establish a business relationship or even communicate with a prospect. So whether you are a solo entrepreneur or whether you have a team or staff, it doesn't really matter. You must take the time to develop a follow-up process and a follow-up system that is going to help you to generate more leads and close more sales. So today, I'm going to be talking to you about some tools that I have personally used before. At the end, I'll reveal to you what I'm using now. 
and how it is really how it's really helping me and how how it has helped me to generate more income and how it has really changed the whole process of how I am doing things. Now, I want to start off with saying this. This is a new year, so there is no such thing as I don't have the money. Sorry, don't want to hear it, right? Because Yes, while there are some free tools out there that can help you, at the end of the day, we got to stop having an attitude of free on everything, right? And we have to have an attitude of, I need to develop a budget for my business. Even if you start out small, you still got to develop a budget for your business because follow-up is a part of your marketing process. And if you don't have a marketing budget already, then it just goes back to what I was talking about in the five questions of focus and action. You gotta, you gotta pay attention to your finances. You gotta develop a budgeting system so that you can closely look at where your money is going and what you need to put your money towards. Got it? Okay, so with without further ado, I want to go ahead first and talk overall just in general about the follow-up process, okay? Uh, We have gone over it multiple times before on the radio show. As a matter of fact, so much so that I actually have it laminated because it's so, you know, we've gone over it so many times and so many people ask about it that I keep a little, um, and I don't want to use that word little, but I actually keep a document handy so that I can share the information, okay? Now, here's the thing. Everybody knows that they need to have a follow-up system, but statistics show that of small businesses, both men and women, only 60% of small business owners actually have a follow-up process, but most don't have a complete system, right? So what is a follow-up process? What is a follow-up system? Okay, so the easiest way that I know how to explain it is this. From the time someone connects with you, Until a desired result is achieved, everything that happens in between is follow-up, okay? That's very important for you to understand that. So if you imagine yourself standing at the the top of a bridge, right, and you can see, you know, where, where you need to get to, you can see the end of the bridge, you know, where it actually ends, but everything in between going across that bridge is a follow-up process. And if you don't have anything to help you get across the bridge, then guess what? It's not going to happen. You're going to lose a lot of business. You're going to feel disappointed in yourself. um, And you're going to feel disgusted, broke, busted, and disgusted. And that's not what anybody wants to feel, right? Absolutely not. So just think of it this way. If I follow up and if I develop a follow-up process, I am going to have positive results. If I don't have a follow-up process, I am not going to see positive results. So with that said, a follow-up system should have these elements in place. And this is key. Hopefully you guys have your pen and notepad out. But the first thing that you actually need in your follow-up system is your communication. How are you going to communicate to that individual? So one of the things that I have always recommended is Uh, especially if you're in the service industry, is that you really do need some type of client intake. You need more than just a name, telephone number, and an email, right? You actually have questions that are relevant to your specific service that you provide that you need to ask that individual. But here's what you need to understand. 
The whole purpose of asking that individual those questions is twofold. Number one, you're asking them certain questions from your client intake form because you care about what it is that they need. What pain are they in? What problem are you needing to solve? What solutions do you need to come up with for them? The second thing is, is that whatever their pain is, whatever the problems are that you need to solve, whatever the solutions are, that's the very thing that you need to be able to use, turn it around and show them, this is how I can solve your problem. This is how I can ease your pain, your worry. This is what I can do to help you take your business or help you do some things and get to that next level. When you are able to do that, you're able to close the sale. Okay, so the thing about follow up is that without follow up, there cannot be lead generation, whether there could be some lead generation, but nothing else is going to happen to the leads without follow up. You really cannot convert a lead into a prospect without a prospect. You don't have anybody to sell to and without having anybody to sell to there definitely won't be any what sales. You got it. So follow-up is really, really key here, and it's an important piece of the ongoing marketing and sales process. And, if, and, and this is where I think most businesswomen have trouble. Why? It's because we are worker bees. We are laborers. We want to be busy doing a whole lot of things in our business. We want to be busy doing the fun stuff. And so as a result, we often stray away from the lead generation and the sales. We're not asking for the business. The follow-up process helps you to ask for the business. So again, one of the first stages of the follow-up process that you really have to figure out is definitely the communication stage. And in the communications, you have to determine how am I going to communicate to my customers? That's the first thing. But you also have to look at what's the standard in my industry because every industry has a standard. Now, you guys do know what industry you're in, right? Every business industry has a standard about the follow-up process. And so it's no need for you to reinvent the wheel on this. You need to look at what successful businesses in your industry are doing as the follow-up process is concerned, right? And so most of the time, most of the time, everybody uses email, right, uh, as a part of the follow-up process. And I hear a lot of people saying that email is obsolete, it's outdated, uh, it's, it's not going to uh, be effective anymore. I want to know by some heart uh, from a Facebook group, and, and I still have a lot of people, you guys wouldn't believe how many people are buzzing my phone from the blog talk show. I want to know by a show of heart, how many of you check email every day? Just, just, just give me some heart for those of you who are listening from Facebook. How many of you are actually checking your email every day? Okay, enough said. Email is not obsolete. It's still the primary way everybody is communicating, right? The problem is, is how are you sending out those emails? Are you consistent with those emails? And 
are you capturing people with the subject line for them to open your emails? Okay, so I want to stop right here because there's some things that's going that I think a lot of small business owners are actually doing wrong when they are communicating with prospects, with their leads, with their customers. Okay, so here's the thing. Now, you know, it's really interesting, but everybody's using this term, but it's really an old process, and everybody calls it funnels. Now, F-U-N-N-E-L-S, I'm sure many of you have heard a lot of people, a lot of buzz about, about marketing funnels. You know, that's just a new name that's just been given to an old process because there's nothing new up under the sun. I hope you guys understand and know that, right? But to keep it in the 21st century and not to age myself, I will use the term funnel. So in communication, it's important for you to have the right funnel based on the type of communication you need to, to do. So the communication that you will have to your current customers is going to be different than the communication you will have to a new lead, someone who's, let's say they have inquired about your product or service, but they have not become a prospect just yet, okay? And then there's a different way that you're going to communicate and have with someone who will become the fully qualified prospect, right? So first, let's take a look at this. Current customers and clients. These are individuals that have already purchased from you. So that means that there is already a level of trust going on, right? And so what would be the funnel process that you need to have for those individuals who already trust and know who you are, right? Should, should there even be a funnel process, yes or no? Oh, yes, absolutely. There should be a funnel process for them as well. So the thing about customers, current customers, and this is what I have learned in the follow-up process, if you don't stay consistent with communicating to current customers, you're going to have a problem trying to communicate with them later to get them to upsell to, to upsell to them or to get them to purchase something else from you. You're going to have a problem with that. Why? It's because you broke the trust. And I don't know any better way to say it than that. Trust is broken when you have a current customer who has purchased from you. They have chosen to spend their money with you instead of someone else, and you do not stay in connection with them. You might go for weeks, months, a year or more not communicating with them. Well, guess what? When you try to go back and communicate with them, they may not even pay attention to your email. You guys remember, each person that lives in this wonderful world of ours is getting bombarded with hundreds and thousands of bits of images and information every single day. Not every month or year, every single day. So staying in front of someone who has voluntarily connected with you is key. So consistency has to be a part of your communication system. And so therefore, 
you must make a vow, a commitment that you're going to stay consistent and communicate with every current customer that you have. So that's going to require you to set out and create a funnel system or a plan of how that is going to happen, okay? Some people make a decision that they are going to communicate with their current clients on a uh, weekly basis or a biweekly basis. Some people say they're going to send things out twice, uh, twice a month. Some people communicate even every other day and stay in front of their customers, but it all is dependent upon the type of business you have and the type of target audience that you have. And so this is where you have to actually customize it and determine what type of communications that there is. But when you follow up with customers and clients, the first thing you need to know is if they purchase some type of service or product from you, then you already know that they like it. What else can you do to help them along? How can, how can they better use the product or how can they better retain and get the service from you or get even more of the service from you? What can they do? How can you educate them about it? So that's very key. But I think current customers, you also need to add value. You need to give them things, right? And it doesn't always have to be relevant exactly to the, the type of business that you have either, right? It just depends. Um, I belong to this, uh, I follow this blog called Sunshine. I really like it. It's all about you know, warm, fuzzy, feeling good, doing things to make yourself have joy. And the blogger, the writer, always but always sends out every week something free. One week she may send out um, a joy calendar uh, that you can download. The next week she may send out a checklist that you can download. She's always sending out something free. So what that has caused me to do is to always be looking for what is she going to send this this week. And I've actually created a folder of the different things that she has handed out and given. As a matter of fact, I, I, I wrote a note down to follow up and send her a thank you for a lot of the value that she adds to all of her subscribers. So again, you have to determine, you know, what type of communication and relationship do you want to have? I know uh, another person that every quarter she gives a client appreciation because most of her clients are right in her local area. And so she gives a client appreciation by hosting a networking uh, event just for her clients. It's a closed private networking event just for her clients and they look forward to it. And she always invites um, various speakers and people that she feels can add value to her client's lives. So that's very key as well. Then I have another client that um, she loves going to the movies. And so that has been the very thing that she hands out is movie passes. And so again, you have to get creative and you have to figure out how can we stay in contact with our clients? How can we make it fun and exciting? And the other thing that you need to know outside of consistency is that you do not want to create long drawn out emails. Stop doing that. If you're if you're creating long emails, do not do that. Okay? Uh, 250 to 300 words is enough for your email because you're not trying to write a book or an ebook in the email. What you're trying to do is capture their attention. Another thing that I have seen people do too in the email that I think is very effective is that instead of putting the whole um update or announcement or whatever in the email, what they are doing is so that their emails will get, will not get, you know, marked as spam is they're saying, 
you know, hey, this is so-and-so, click the link below for our latest email update or for our latest newsletter. And then when they click on it, it's a beautiful full color webpage that has all the updates and information that people need to see. So again, these are all ideas and things that I'm actually seeing people do right now. Now let's talk about the tools for the email because a lot of people are wondering, you know, do I need to use when it comes to um, communications and staying in contact? Well, right now, I really would not get any email marketing tool that did not allow me to not only email, but also allow me to have what I would call a autoresponder system, okay? That means that I can set up an, uh, a series of emails and I can give them the dates that, that I want them going out to a particular list of people in my in my list segment, and it will send it to them on the date that it's supposed to. That is MailChimp actually has changed and they've taken it up a notch because they now have lead pages and they also now have a website builder on MailChimp uh, as well. So that might be very valuable for some people who may still be looking for, um, you know, a way to have some lead pages or to have a, a information website and then they can use MailChimp all in one system. MailChimp also has an autoresponder as well. So you guys need to definitely check MailChimp out if you have not. Another service that I like a lot is called MailerLite, M-A-I-L-E-R, Lite, L-I-T-E. I love MailerLite. I've been using it for a long time now, maybe about three years. Um, and it seems to really, really do the job when it comes to setting automations, lead pages, lead generation, um, A-B split test, meaning you can send one email out uh, to this particular group, the same email out to another group and see how they're responding or mix up your emails, uh, say different words in each of the emails, but focusing on the same thing, and then um, determining which one is the better one based on how many people responded on each side. So again, MailerLite, um, M-A-I-L-E-R-L-I-T-E.com. MailerLite is a very, very good system. Um, and I like the price points on both MailChimp and MailerLite have really good price points, right? For like $20 to $30 a month, you know, you can have, I think, up to 10, 15,000 contacts in your system and still uh, have a very affordable full functioning email marketing system. So that's something that you definitely want to take a look at as well. Now, if you're talking about a serious, robust automated sales and lead follow-up system, because you're going to have a sales team, right? Put You're going to have people following up for you. Then something that I want you to take a look at is called BitTrix, B-I-T-R-I-X, BitTrix. 24.com, okay? B-I-T-R-I-X-24.com. And I think um, it is a really good automated sales process, but it has a lead follow-up system, an automated system, and they have funnel templates based on the type of business that you might have that you can actually use. So Bitrix24.com, B-I-T-R-I-X, that's in xylophone 24, Bitrix. 24.com. Very, very good system. Um, and then another one that I, I have fallen in love with 
Now, I will tell you it is probably pricier than all of the others, but it, it has an artificial intelligence part to it that is bar none. And I'm talking about no other than HubSpot. Yeah. HubSpot.com. H-U-B-S-P-O-T. HubSpot.com is phenomenal. Um, it's very interesting. So I just want to got, uh, share share with you guys my experience because I now have HubSpot running on the on the back of Women About Biz. And so I want to tell you some of the things that I have experienced with HubSpot. So once you load HubSpot up, they give you this code to put in the body of your email, right? Okay. And this is really, really key. And this is this is what I like about it. Once you put that code on your website, HubSpot basically takes over and can tell you who the people are that are visiting your website. If they filled out a form, it doesn't even have to be a form created by HubSpot. If they created a form of any kind, whether it was a contact form, whether they commented on your website, whether they filled out a membership or what have you, HubSpot automatically sends you a notification and says, we have added this person as a contact and would you like to follow up with them? That's how powerful HubSpot is. And so it has a strong artificial intelligence that the others don't have, right? And so that's very, very key that you need to understand. And so, again, I love HubSpot for that very reason. Now, HubSpot has what they, what they call a forever free lifetime membership, which means that you can use large portions of the HubSpot features and still be fully functional with it in your emailing and your follow-up, but what it does is that you would actually have to upgrade to what they call their starter package because HubSpot is broken down into three areas. It's broken down into uh, contact, marketing, and sales, and then they also have a service piece, which is kind of like a help desk part of it. And so they sell each of those components separately, and they right now have a uh, what they call a starter bundle going on. Um, and so you can go to HubSpot.com and check all of that out. But I just kind of like want to tell you guys. And so, again, Toy, I see that you are popping those uh, resources out there. So I want to let you know Bitrix is 24, Bitrix24.com. Not 14, but Bitrix24.com. But thank you so much, sweetheart. I appreciate that so very, very much. And I hope you guys are writing this stuff down because it's good. Stuff. It's good information. Another resource that I really, really like. So if you are a solo entrepreneur and you're really just needing a good, clean, simple customer relations manager system uh, to keep up with your contacts, um, to write down tasks and things that you need to do, things you need to follow up with, then Capsule CRM definitely does the job. Capsule, C-A-P-S-U-L-E, then CRM. CapsuleCRM.com is a good, good place um, that you can start with. This is another one of my favorites uh, that I use, and uh, I have used it as a contact management system. I've tried it out thoroughly, so I definitely want you guys to make sure that you check out Capsule. CRM.com. Again, if you are a solo entrepreneur and you're looking for a contact management system that allows you to follow up, 
uh, that allows you to, um, to have to-do items and tasks and notes on each client or a product per person that's purchasing a product from you, uh, then Capital CRM definitely does the job. But it does not have necessarily email components to it. You would still need an email marketing piece, of it, but it, it's that good, though. It is a very good, solid um, contact management system, okay? Very, very important. And of course, last but not least, I want to recommend to you one of my favorites. Again, it's Vasita, V as in Victor, V-C-T-I-T-A, Vasita.com. I use this exclusively for appointment setting. Now, there's a lot of other systems out there. There's like Setmore, Kalindi. There's a lot of other ones out there. But for me, I use Vasita because it's most dependable and it has been around before all of the others. They have fine-tuned a lot of their processes. Now, what I like about Vasita is that Vasita allows appointments, but it's a contact management system as well. But it also has a, its own follow-up system that reminds you every time you have an appointment to go ahead and send an email out to the person to follow up with them. Um, it also has a payment system as well. So if you're a service provider, uh, it allows you to hook up your PayPal, your Stripe account, Authorize.net account, and take payments, and they don't charge you uh, any piece of that pie. It's just a feature that they actually have. It also has an SMS so that you can text as well. So again, these are all good things. And Vasita, the thing that I like about Vasita is that it really helps you to keep up with your clients, follow up with appointments and different things. It also allows you to create forms and links um, embedded on your website so that people can fill out information. So I absolutely love that. So definitely, for those of you who are service providers, you definitely want to take a look at Vasita, V as in Victor, C-I-T-A.com. Take a look at it because it's definitely a system worth looking at. And I will tell you this, when I started using Vasita about three years ago, I saw my sales, the amount of money coming in, I saw it increase by about 35%. So what does that tell you? Absolutely. So you guys want to take a look at that. Um, I am just so excited about all of these things, the, the different services and the things that are out there for you to follow up. But I want to give you just a couple of other uh, tips on using tools and resources. You can't just go and jump on these tools and subscribe to every single one of them. This is, you know, when you're talking about developing a follow-up system, it's going to require you to actually take your time and going through your period of discovery, looking at them, writing down what your needs are, you know, what, what is it that you need for your follow-up system, and then looking at the softwares that are available today that can help you to do what you need to do, okay? So I really want to remind you of that. So if you're one of those people that's a jumper, you just go and just jump on and sign up and think that's going to be it. Nope, it's not going to work, okay? The other thing is I want to recommend to you, if you haven't already talked with me or used your free coaching session for this year. You guys remember, I give a free coaching session to as many people as I can each year. So if you have not taken advantage of yours, make sure you go to womenaboutbiz.net and right there on the homepage, you will automatically see the information about the free coaching session. Just click on that link, fill it out. Let's have a coaching session this week. Why wait till next week, right? Don't forget, I'm not looking for you to be perfect, right? Stop going through that analysis paralysis and, and, and procrastinating on scheduling your session with me. 
go ahead and do it so that we can talk about ways to develop a better follow-up system for yourself and get your business moving to the next level, okay? The other thing that I wanted to remind you guys about in utilizing tools and automating your process, it's the same, it's, this is the same principle whether you're writing an ebook, whether you're uh, writing an article for your website, whether you're writing content for your website, uh, it's the same thing that applies here. Content is key when you're talking about developing a follow-up process. So before you actually put things into action, if you say you need eight emails to spread out over a period of 30 days for, for um, leads or prospects, then rather than trying to put that system in action with that software, write all the content and stuff out that you need first, and it's just going to blow by once you do that. So don't try to just go start using the software when you haven't even developed the system and know exactly what you need to put into the software, okay? And I want to remind you guys about that because that happens a lot. And then I hear a lot of people say, oh, well, that doesn't even work. Well, no, it's not going to work for you because you're doing things backwards. So again, don't forget, you've got to develop a system with everything that you're Okay. Um, and so I hope that these tools and resources have really helped you, but I want to take it to a whole nother level for you. Uh, coming up on February 28th is a webinar that I'm giving at that's called, again, A Passion for Follow-Up. And during that webinar, I am going to show you firsthand utilizing a business. I'm going to show you how that business is actually creating its follow-up process. Then I'm going to go into the email systems that, uh, that I have chosen to use for that particular follow-up process and show you how the emails are set up in, the, in that system. I'm going to show you how that whole follow-up process actually works, okay, and what's supposed to happen through that whole cycle. Um, and so I think that all of you will find that very, very interesting. It's very rare that somebody would actually go behind the scenes and do that kind of thing, but I'm going to do that for you to show you how it actually works. By using my follow-up processes, my online forms, um, and by using HubSpot, Vesita, um, they have allowed me to actually generate, in just since January, I think over 200 leads. Yeah. So this is why it's so important because a lot of people have websites. People might be visiting your website, but you don't even have anything there to capture leads or to add value to the people that are that are coming. See, this is this is hopefully you're having an aha moment. This is what a follow-up system is all about. And so with that said, I just want to remind all of you that, listen, you've got to develop a passion for follow-up. You have got to become a queen of follow-up. Why? Because it what is going to generate the leads? It's going to help you close the sales, and it's going to help you continue to build trust with your current clients and customers. I truly hope that you guys have enjoyed what I discussed. Make sure that you go ahead and get your uh, Power Talk coaching session scheduled with me. And also, don't forget to register for the webinar that's coming up on Wednesday, February 26th at 12 noon, which is a passion for follow-up where I go behind.
things, take a uh, business and actually show you how it is being set up, how the whole follow-up system is being set up. So then you'll really have your big ahas because you will have listened to all of the shows. I'm going to pull all of the information I've been talking together, compact it, and then demonstrate everything that I've been sharing on a webinar and actually go and, and take a business and show you how that business is setting up its follow-up process so that you will have a good idea of what you should be doing for your business. I want you guys to keep it real, be very productive this week, and don't forget to check your activity calendar and make sure that the things you have listed in your calendar, guess what, are supporting the goals that you want to accomplish weekend. Here's to your abundance. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.